Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. It's midgets at sea. It's midgets at sea, bro. It's not it's midgets shit. at sea. There's no midgets. Where, where is the little people on the love boat? There is not one little no, person man. on the love boat anywhere. Are. Maybe as a special guest. But the main characters, listen, that's ridiculous. There's tattoo no. in Fantasy Island. People go to Fantasy Island to live out their fantasies, and it usually comes really creepy or you know something like that, and it's kind of like a mystery. The love boat is self-explanatory. It is the bloody love boat. You get on there, there's love. People fall in love, love. There's a guy named Gopher. You get drinks. You do classes. You swim have the pool. Love boat. The thing they is have- a boat. That circles around Fantasy Island. <laughs> they, they have tiny people at the bottom of the boat that pedal really hard. <laughs> I don't think so. I never saw them in. You would have seen their names in the credits. <laughs> you would have seen their names in the credits. That's for sure. All right, buddy. So I am sick and fucking tired of Bears talking about their team and how great because they have 130 million fucking dollars. And now that Nagy's gone, everything's going to be fucking perfect because the new regime, whatever. All right. Let's let's talk about the last 10 years of of drafts for the NFC North and how successful those teams have been in either giving a fifth-year option or a second contract to a fucking player that was drafted in the first round? Well, if you give them a second contract or a fifth-year option, clearly they're doing something. Clearly they're doing something, right? So let's start with the worst fucking team, and that is the Chicago Bears, who were ranked 28 out of 32 teams at 38% of their fucking team, of the players that they drafted since 2011 that have received either a fifth year option or a full extension, right? So you might keep them for the fifth year and then they suck and then you get rid of them, right? Whatever. Or you give them a long-term contract the way we always fucking do. So, all right. 2011, Gabe Karimi. Who that? How about? Exactly. He was a tackle. How about linebacker Shea McClellan? No. Nope. Oh, here's one. Kyle Long. Oh, yeah, right. Kyle Long. Yeah, Howie Long's kid. Yeah, so there you go. Kyle Long, guard, still playing. And then the next year, oh, they went for Kyle Fuller. Oh, yeah. Remember Kyle Fuller? Yeah, yeah. he was really good for like 11 minutes. Yeah, no extension. How about Kevin White? Remember that wide receiver, the guy that was supposed Who? to be the – Yeah, Who? exactly. Who? It sounds very familiar, right? Like just – Who? Like Mooney. <laughs> Kevin White. Darnell Mooney sounds the same to me. Oh, then they did bring in Leonard Floyd. 
Okay. Okay. So let me, so, so let me get the trend here. So it's, 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 it's swing and a miss, swing and a miss hit, swing and a miss, swing and a miss hit so far. Okay. Okay. Now we've got Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. That's, that's a bunt into foul territory. (laughs) He's not, he was not extended. No. Or given a fifth year option because the and then the following year because they still had hope in giving up their first future for Mitchell Trubisky the following year right surround him with weapons they gave him Roquan Smith that dude's already talking about oh his, yeah yeah so we'll give you props on that you guys yeah we're good there and then finally Justin Fields TBD right let's let's yeah. just give them the TBD that's fair yeah so yeah. that is three players <laughs> in the last <laughs> ten years. <laughs> Seven that didn't make it. One, two, three, four, five. No, uh, two, four, five that didn't make oh, it. Oh, because they traded away draft picks to get Khalil Mack. And, yeah, they've less, okay. yeah, they've got, yeah, remember, they gave away their future. Yeah, um, that right. was perfect. There that you go. Perfect. All right. The Bears. The Bears still suck. Is, or as the Canadians is, say, the Bears still suck, eh? That's for sure. <laughs> what do you think? Who do you think is second worst on this list in the NFC North? I'm going to go with the Vikings. That is correct, sir. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) The Vikings. 24th. 24th. Much better than the Bears at drafting. That's why they're so good, right? Oh, yeah. So what does that mean? They, They got one more than the Bears is what that means. So their first pick, so their first round pick in 2011 was Mr. Christian Ponder. Oh, I pondered that. I pondered that one, that selection. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you they're pondering why they paid uh, good old Mr. Kirk Cousins, who has officially now done his business with the Washington Redskins or the Washington football team or the Washington Salamanders or whatever they're called now. And then he came over to the Vikings and did the exact same thing with a $45 million contract this year. That is $35 million plus a $10 million signing bonus for a guy that has won 33 games and lost 31 games and has had one playoff appearance and one playoff win, a total of $115 million. Ponder that. And you wonder if he goes into uh, negotiations and he goes, yeah, well, I got to play against Aaron Rodgers every year. Like, what do you expect? What do you expect? <laughs> and then we get into, you know, the fall, the, a, a couple years here. So they do Harrison Smith, Matt, Matt Khalil were two okay. hits. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. 2012 and Cordell Patterson, who yeah. is now on the, but he was not extended. He was let go prior to, and apparently he's doing a pretty damn good job in Atlanta as a running back, right? A converted yeah. running back. Um, Xavier Rhodes. Good, right? This is the secondaries. These are the years where we were – I mean, we always split with the Vikings. Not always because we were 4-0 against them up until the last year. But yeah. uh, Xavier Rhodes, Sharif Floyd, and Anthony Barr were three years straight. So 2012, 2013, 2014, not bad. But then they took – guess what? We need a quarterback, don't we? So we took Teddy Bridgewater. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Poor Teddy. Poor Teddy. You got to feel for Teddy. He was just starting to get into the mix a little bit there in Minnesota, and I thought we were going to be in a little bit of trouble, and then he had that freak accident in practice. Hey, eh? poor Teddy. 
Yeah. Poor Teddy. Hats off to Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, that guy, he's a, he's a piece he's of back. iron. He's yeah. He's a piece of iron. And then he even got hurt again and he's back again. Seriously. Yeah. That guy's a piece of iron. Yeah. Much respect. That's why they got rid of him. Cause they're fucking assholes, right? Like you've yeah. got a, a, an iron guy. Oh, he got hurt, but you don't know the guy well enough to give him a chance. Right? Like we did with Jair where he didn't play for an entire year and Bakhtiari who didn't play for an entire damn year yet here they are. And we just pay Jair money. Why? Because you know, the player, right? Like, you know how to take care of your own, which the Vikings have no fucking clue how to do, because here's where we start getting into the fun part with the Vikings. <laughs> they were really hit or miss, right? Like they were just hit, 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 hit. That's their 50% because when you go from Laquan Treadwell to Mike Hughes to Garrett Bradbury, um, that are already officially out and not done. And then we've got our TBDs for them, which is Justin Jefferson. Absolutely. They will extend that guy. So I'll give them Justin Jefferson. Um, So that puts them up at 54%. Great job. Right. Okay. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then Jeff Gladney and Christian Derisaw are the guys that they picked up in 2020, 2021. And then obviously Lewis sign. We'll see what happens with, I like sign as a safety um so they're they're trying to bolster up just like they did early on with xavier rose and in that year where they kind of competed they they hit up the back end so we'll see what happens but either way 50 percent, 50 percent, 24th in the league you fucking suck at drafting all right wah, number, wah. number three <laughs> number three who do you think number three is? Got to be the Lions. It is not the Lions. <laughs> well. Then who is it? It's got to be the Packers. It is the Green Bay Packers. And I will qualify the Lions because I looked at that and it irritated me that we weren't above them in this category because I was hoping to kind of just clean sweep. But there's I've got I've got a theory behind why they have signed so many guys and their numbers because are they good. get better. They get better picks. They get better picks. Oh, you we're, ruined it. You ruined it. We we're going to talk about that before at the beginning. We're, 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 we're always picking like 28, 29. They're picking like one, two. Exactly. Like clearly they're going to get someone. Clearly they're going to get someone. And they're right? still not top 10. So, oh. all right. So the Green Bay Packers come in at uh, 16. So middle of the pack. But here is the kicker with this and why I am – we know where what the future is bringing and why we're having cap hell. So Ted Thompson to Goody, right? Like we had that transition, and, and there came a point where really um, the last players that, that Ted Thompson picked, we had a lot of misses right at that point towards – and there was time for a change, and we brought in Goody. But – uh, 2011, Derek Sherrod, I mean, you know, he was a tackle. He, I remember him playing, but not extended. Nick Perry kind of surprises me a little bit there. He's number, you know, he was down there and we did not extend him. And Nick Perry went on to have a career, not a great, right. But he moved on to other teams and actually had a career. And then Dayton Jones, who those are our three. So Dayton Jones. So yeah. 2011, 12 and 13. Didn't extend any of those guys. But then we hit 2014, and here's where it looks. Here's where it turns a little green, if you know what I mean. <laughs> In between the gene. Yes, with a little cream. 
because we take haha clinton dicks in 2014 and he was he had flashes and he did have one very good year and then he just fell off a cliff and went cuckoo for cocoa puffs i don't know what happened to him but i i I liked haha you know like he was good but still we extended him and then he was uh, a thumper he was a thumper until he got extended and as soon as he got extended he stopped thumping that's what happened that's what happened he signed his deal Good for him, man. He made his money, man. I I mean, I I didn't make money like that in the NFL. I never made the NFL. Those were some of my dreams. I'm just saying, as soon as he got extended, he started making business decisions. You remember we talked about this with this last year team. You mentioned a player last year who decided to stop sticking his nose in there, and who was it? Our favorite villain right now that just went to the enemy and decided to keep tweeting and tweeting and tweeting. Zedarius. Yeah. Remember Zadarius just kind of lost a little bit of his edge in there and wasn't really going and attacking. He was just kind of half-assing it, even though Filling the gap. Filling the gap. And I guess it was because of his injury, but at the same time... Uh, He had... See, uh, when he went to the Pro Bowl, he deserved to go to the Pro Bowl the year before he went to the Pro Bowl, but he got recognition the following year, but his stats were nowhere near where they should have been to have gone to the pro bowl that year. So that's where the decline kind of started. And it was because he was, he was, and maybe it was his back, maybe it was injuries, but he stopped sticking his head in there. That's kind of what happened. Um, but then we go with uh, Kenny Clark, Jair Alexander. These are, listen to our last first round picks. I'm just going to go down the line. It is Kenny Clark, Jair Alexander, Rashawn Gary, Darnell Savage. Yeah. All like all fifth year options and now. Now Quay, Quay Walker, and Wyatt, and you watch. No, and Eric Those Stokes. Are, no, so look. Oh, and it's Stokes. Jordan, oh, Jordan. So it was Jordan Love, TBD, right? Yeah. These all TBD for Love, TBD for Stokes, TBD for Walker, TBD for Wyatt. But I am telling you that we have had six players in a row since 2014 that we have either given a fifth year option to that are moving into the second contract, just like you know what happened with Demarius Randall? He got extended in his fifth year, but then he got let go, but he, they did. He got extended because we couldn't, we couldn't afford him. Replace Demarius Randall. Yeah, We we couldn't, couldn't. we couldn't replace him. We we couldn't draft somebody. We kept drafting. We couldn't get somebody to replace him. We couldn't find somebody. That's just why we brought in guys like Woodson because we were always looking for that corner. We couldn't find a corner for the longest time. I think Stokes will be extended. As long as he plays at least as well as he did last year. I don't think he even needs to improve. I think with his experience and now not being on the number ones as much because Jair will be traveling or Douglas will be on the number one occasionally. I think Stokes will have a much easier time because he'll be dealing with the twos and the threes and he can over, he's got the speed to overpower those guys and he'll be able to react. So I think, I think it'll be his 100%. I think it'll be his 100%. year. I think uh, uh, Douglas at most is going to get about two interceptions because everybody knows he's a game killer and they're going to be hesitant to throw at him. Maybe they test Jair out the first couple of games, but you know, I'd hate to be that quarterback that tested Jair because if Jair is, you know, half as good as that $34 million check, they're cutting him in a couple of weeks. He's going to tear mm-hmm. some quarterbacks a new one this year. It's going to be great, man. I'm excited. Precisely. Precisely. So, uh, number the Lions number draft one. better than us. 
So here's why. Uh, so I think you qualified it. You, you and I, I wish we would contradict each other every once in a while because <laughs> great minds, buddy. Great minds. <laughs> but yeah, it, I do believe that it's because they are picking so high. Obviously those players are going to have a higher success rate. So now the the Packers were just, just to put in perspective, it's 61% hit rate. Okay. So bears 38, That's huge, right? Bears 38. Vikings 50 Packers 61%. The Lions are at 67%. Okay. And wow. again, yeah, we're qualifying and they're still not top 10. Okay. So pretty interesting wow. that they're still not top 10 with that. Um, but they have hit on so 2011, Nick Fairley, the defensive tackle. That dude, I remember he they tried, he was done. But then they've got Riley Reef tackle, they've got Ansa. Eric Ebron, right? So they they took three wow. years straight where they've actually extended those guys. Yeah, that's a pretty good run. And then you've got uh, Lankin Tomlinson, who is not extended, but he was still yeah. I mean still in the league, I believe. So he was okay. He yeah, he was all right. He was all right. Yeah, he was in the wrong system. Yeah. And then Taylor Decker, their tackle that's still playing today, is yeah. in there. So that's good. And then you've got Jared Davis, the linebacker. That dude sucked. He's gone. I don't even think he's in the league anymore. And then Frank Ragnow, center. And then TJ Hawkinson. So they that's wow. Yeah. They yeah. keep they when they they've hit a few times. I forgot about these guys, man. This is good. And listen to the next three, right? So the last three picks for yeah. them or four picks is Jeff Okuda, cornerback. He he's all these guys are TBD by the way, obviously because they're not even yeah here. They're they're they've got like Okuda comes up next year, right? So right, that's why they're not on this list. They're still yeah. two We'll see, we'll see. But then Penny Sewell, Jamison okay, Williams, yeah. Jamison Williams, yeah. obviously, and Alden Hutchinson this year. So they got two first round picks. Look, they're picking high, so that's part of it, right? But at the same time, this is part of the reason why I have this feeling, this gut feeling, this hot take that the Lions are going to win 10 games, man. They've been drafting well for the last 10 years. You know, they've got some players in their pieces. It was just always been the organization is garbage. I think this coach, as fucking crazy as he is or whatever is up with him, they have the players have bought into whatever he's asking for. That team plays extremely hard for their coach. Oh, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. They'll run through a brick wall. I mean, they were getting blown out in games and they were still popping like there was no tomorrow. That defense, you know what, to be honest with you, if there's any team in our division that I'm worried about, it's the lions because we always play the lions tough, but now the lions are getting that. I'm going to, I'm just going to punch you in the mouth. Tough. We we're just going to force our, our, our will on you. Yeah. We have to be the it's, like their, it's their super bowl. It's their super tired. bowl. It's a yeah, lot of tired. teams. It's the Bears Super Bowl. It's the Vikings Super Bowl. As soon as uh, the Packers lose one game to the Vikings, all Vikings fans everywhere take a deep breath and go, "Oh, oh! Well, at least we, oh, at least we split it. We can live in mediocrity, and we can still argue that it's better to not lose in the playoffs than it is to make the playoffs, right? Like, oh, yeah, so, oh, terrible. I, I just found. I was just screwing around and, and the, the way this came up. So I will, I will 
honor the source of this information because my brother is a Bears fan and my other brother is a Miami Dolphins fan. So we talk football and once the season comes in, we start talking shit to each other. And I was talking shit because today was a uh, talk shit to the Bears day, right? Not the Vikings today. Just, I mean, we can all agree that fuck the Vikings, but today was a, bear, a, a Bears day. So I interacted with Bears today. To be honest with you, 99% of them that I interacted with were fucking cool and proving points and throwing out, trying to throw out facts. You know, like we went back and forth to the point where like we were kind of saying the same thing, but they're saying it from their fan base yeah. standpoint. Yeah. And I'm saying it from my standpoint, which is the Bears still fucking suck. Cause yeah. I don't care what you're telling me. Cause until you prove it and you guys are going to end up last in the division and you guys are going to win fucking five games. That's it. That's what you're going to do. If you win six games, I will put on a Jersey of the, of the bears. Yes. Because they're going to win oh. five games, Matthew. And I will post a picture but on you, there, but you predicted they were going to win six. A couple no, podcasts ago. You no, said they I were going to no. win six. I said 12 Did and five. Did you say five? I said 12 and five or five and 12. Five and twelve. Five and yep. Twelve. Yeah. Five and twelve. Yeah. No, eight, and nine for the Vikings. Eight and vi- eight and nine for the Vikings. Ten and six or ten and seven for the Lions. And we're gonna win twelve games. It's gonna be you twelve think and five for ten and seven. Ten I think so. and seven for the Lions. So. so they're gonna they should make the playoffs at ten wins. They should make the Absolutely. playoffs at ten wins. Absolutely. With Jared Goff. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it ah, straight off the news. Ah, stop the presses. All right. You want, okay, <laughs> I got a me. hot scoop. This is Scoops Callahan here. I got Bruce Edmonds on the line, and he's got some big news for us, folks. Something about the Lions making the hoot nanny and making it all the way to the big show. Hi. Tell me, Cinderella, who's taking you to the ball tonight? <laughs> All right. I'm so, I, you know what? This is the first time I've ever put my faith in the Lions. So I'm going to see how they feel all season long because I'm actually going to have to follow along to see how they're doing. Right. Right. All right. Here we go. Here's who they're playing. And you're going to tell me whether or not they they win this game. Let's, okay. let's see how many games. Ready? Let's do this for the Lions. Okay. Let's see okay. how bold. I'll count them. I'll count them. Let's see how I'll bold my prediction I'll is. count them. They start okay. out with the Eagles in week one. Okay. Well, you call it win or loss. You call it. This is you. Oh, I'm loss. Okay. So, loss. so there's one. All right. The Washington Salamanders. Uh, uh, win. Uh, the Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings. Loss. The Seattle Cheathawks. The Seattle Cheathawks. Loss. Loss. They're not going to lose to who? Who's their fucking? It's going to be Geno Smith, dude. They're playing against Geno Smith. Lock. Win. Win. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, all right. All right. Two. Two. The Patriots. Loss. Wrong. You know Bill Belichick. Have you seen the problems at the here? So there's quotes coming he, out of listen, listen. I'm I'm look, I, I've actually studied, like I've actually like put I, some time. I'm listening. This. I'm listening. I, I am the intrigued players. at how you think. They're going to beat, okay, the I want to hear it. There are four yeah. offensive players right now that are being very vocal for the Patriots that they have no idea what the fuck is going on with the offense and the organization. And basically that Bill Belichick is a fucking moron at drafting and this change in offense is hot garbage and nobody is understanding what they're fucking trying to do. They're going to be the, the 
the Patriots might be last place in their division this year. Again. Yeah, that's just the beginning, though, with a brand new coordinator, with a brand new lingo, and he wants to change everything up. You brought in a different guy, right? It's not Lions like you had, uh, okay, three, <laughs> three. Wait, if I don't convince you, you three. say no. Okay, three. I convinced you. Three. The Cowboys. The Cowboys. Loss. Okay. The Dolphins. Where is it? Uh, I have to click on it. It is at the Lions. Win. Boom. Packers. Loss. Bears. This I'm going to say at the Bears. Loss. 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 Then they play the Giants. Why are you even thinking about this? Why are you even thinking because I'm this? trying to remember who they got to help their quarterback, and it's five. Okay, five wins. Go on. Loss. Loss. At the Lions, the Bills might not get – they might get surprised. No. Just saying. No. Okay? There's no surprise Jacks. in that one. The Jacks. That's a, that's a win. They're six. The yeah. Vikings. Loss. So they're gonna they're so they're gonna lose both to the Lions. They're not splitting with the Lions or with the Vikings. See, I, I have yeah. them splitting with the Vikings. I have them splitting with the Vikings. So I'm at seven, you're at six. Then they play the Jets. Yeah. Win. Then they play the Panthers. Loss. No. Who's the okay? Do you want me to who's the quarterback for the Panthers? <laughs> you ask me. You ask me. You ask me, I'm telling you, lost, but they're at okay. seven. I say they win. So I'm at eight. Okay. Actually nine. So then you'd be okay. at nine. They're at nine. Yeah, I'm at seven. And then they play the I'm Bears, and then they play the Bears and the Packers again, and they beat the Bears again. They beat the Bears. So I've got them at eight. You've got them at ten. I, I have them beating the Panthers. Difference from you is Panthers and Patriots are the two games that I say they're going to win. No, no, them. no. I switched over to the Patriots. Oh, it's yeah, the Vikings. I think the Vikings, the Vikings sweep them. Yeah. I think the Vikings sweep them. I don't think they split with the Vikings. I think the Vikings sweep them. The Vikings have just got their number. It's just the big bad booty daddy. It's just one of those things, right? It's just like the Packers with the Bears. We're just mm -hmm. the big bad booty daddy. It doesn't matter which – it doesn't matter who's out there. After – we broke them from that loss where Rogers with the broken knee went away for like two and a half quarters or whatever it was. And then came strutting out and beat them with like three a minute left. That was it. They, Dude, I was, they are mentally broken. I was, I, I remember when he went out and he went in, I was in shambles for the half tap. I remember I was like, the season's over. That was yeah. bad. I was like, fuck, he might be out the rest of the season. Holy fuck what happened, right? Career ender. Career yeah, ender is what, what I was thinking. Like. That's what it felt like. That yep. felt like that. Yeah. Fuck. And oh. I remember thinking, all we have is Deshaun Kaiser. Are you kidding me? And I think when that happened, the Packers suddenly realized, holy crap, we need plan B. This isn't Just like Brett... This isn't like Brett who kept getting back up. Aaron goes down and sometimes he stays down for a little while. Now, you know, somebody posed a question the other day, and this is a good one here for you. And I'm going to ask you hypothetically. I mean, of course we know that the Are we uh, doing a Saturday bag? Sham. No, 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 no. <laughs> Saturday This wasn't bag. even posted towards us. 
this wasn't even posted towards us. This oh, was just on the, the uh, on the on the interweb, right? Yeah. But uh, um, okay, this is hypothetical because we know that they, there's no cap. There's no. It's it's just all whatever. Put it in the left pocket to put it in the right pocket. Oh no, we didn't actually pay him up front. We pay him all in the back end. Whatever. Yeah, okay? the cap is yeah. a myth. Cap's a myth. I remember the that. Last year, eighty-four million dollars. Anyway, if you only had the money to extend one of these two players. Who and why? Jenkins, Gary. Gary. Hands down. That he's gonna be the yeah. he's, ta- he, he's taking the mantle from Donald this year. That's my other hot take. Woo! Okay. Whoo! Somebody better tell Uncle Jesse out by the cement pond. Are you kidding me? Wow. No. Wow. He's gonna be the Have defensive player. It? He's gonna be of the, the defensive player of the year, Rashawn Gary. You heard 100%. it here first. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Holy moly. Holy moly. Okay. So who's going to be? I think I think the Packers, though, will have the offensive rookie of the year with Christian Watson. That I don't agree with. I think I think Christian Watson will be the offensive rookie of the year. And he's just going to catch bombs. I, I think that um Amari Rogers. Well, he won't be he, the rookie. No, but I'm saying, like, in terms of the offense, I have a feeling that Amari, like, I've been just kind of mulling this over in my head because it's death by a thousand cuts, right? Like, yeah. I'm just thinking this and thinking this. And yeah, they're going to take their bombs, but he only, so Aaron Rodgers um, basically takes three bombs a game. Okay. That's three but touchdowns a game for Watson. But the, <laughs> but the other, <laughs> oh, I can't argue with that. Because he'll just start, he'll just hyper target Watson. <laughs> I hope. Well, if that happens, okay. But I don't think this offense that Matt LaFleur is running and, and the wide receiver coach alluded to it, the coaches are alluding to how the offense is going to look, where it's it's different, man. This is officially now in year four. <laughs> of Matt LaFleur's tenure, his offense. Coaches need four years, right? And they never give them four years because they throw in a rookie quarterback. They don't have a chance to do anything. This is Matt LaFleur's offense. Devontae Adams is gone. So MBS is gone, and that's 44% of targets or passes that uh, Rodgers threw, gone. And I have a feeling it is going to be death by a 1,000 paper cuts and I think it's going to be Amari Rogers, who's who Randall Cobb just said, as you are laughing your ass off because you are just blitzed at this point, bro. I'm talking too much, but it's, no, no, I, no. I, I don't think so on the you're Christian not. Watson. And I saw and I saw the same thing that you're saying that uh, Randall Cobb said it, and so did the wide receiver coach. The wide receiver says it's clicking. He says mm-hmm. it looks like it's it's coming to. So we're going to see a lot more Amari Rogers, which is good. But we're still going to need somebody on that outside. Watkins. Until he gets hurt, which is good because he's going to give us a couple games and Christian isn't going to have to play so much. It's going to take some pressure off of him. So they'll put him situationally in there until he gets going. And I I, I do believe by the second half that he will have figured it out enough to contribute quite a bit, but not enough to be rookie of the year. Like offensive rookie of the year is going to be – Somebody, and again, like Sky Moore, 
with you know like sky Moore might be one of those you dudes. and sky Moore, what did, did sky Moore send you a present or something have you got no i, has he got I just pictures think, of you or something <laughs> i've called it dude that that dude is gonna ball in his rookie year and he's gonna be a pretty good pro not an amazing pro but he's the one he um drake london fell to a good spot right like i think drake london has a very good shot um, and I, I love Drake London. I don't think Jamison Williams with Amon Ross, St. Brown on the, on the Detroit will be able to take the one from him. So I don't think he's going to get it. Um, I, I just, it's going to be Drake London or Sky Moore who, or just not Christian Watson. I don't think so, man. I think it's going to be Watson and I'll tell you why Maybe we don't Bell. have a legitimate number Bell's one. Good. We don't have yeah. a legitimate number one. And if Aaron and Watson get anything going, anything going at all, Aaron, oh Aaron's going to go to him. Aaron's going to go to him and just feed him, feed him, feed him, feed him, feed him. And, you know, Winfrey apparently is making the leap. This is kind of it, I think, for Winfrey. It, he either makes the team or we got to cut bait with this guy. Shitter, shitter mean, get off the pot. Shitter, get off the pot. He's He's got these flashes. He's got these flashes and you're like, oh, wow. And then uh, the next play, you're like, holy crap. Why? He played really well in the Arizona game. I got to see him live. Um, problem was that he dropped some very critical passes at very critical yeah. times during the game as well. And it was real apparent. Like, it was like third and eight, wide open. Yeah. Run, but like, you know, little curl route. He's right there, and it hits him in the fucking chest. And it just dropped. And I was just like, oh, my God. Drive killer. And it made that game way too close. Right? That's... That, that we talked about that all year long on how, especially in the second half, we'd come out of the second half. R Rogers would throw one short, a wide receiver would drop one and then he would overthrow someone. And that's how we started every second half. And it was like, what, what is happening? Why are we coming out? So off we go out, we go out of the second quarter after we score a touchdown, we get the ball back with like a minute left and we go tink, tink, tink and score another. And then we come out of the second half and we look like an old car that won't start. I don't get it. I don't get it. We're, they, maybe they got to have them running laps or something during halftime or doing the stairs, getting on the bike. Or chugging a beer. <laughs> Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. You are listening to my dad and his friend Bruce on Packers Without Borders. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders for some exclusive content behind the scenes. Check out our merchandise on Tee Public Packers Without Borders. Peace. Go Pack Go. Packers Without Borders. 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 The greatest podcast on the planet.
Yeah. Right? Oh. It's Just it's like golf, it. dude. Like the second half yeah. is like when you play a golf tournament, right? And it's a three-day golf tournament. Nobody ever plays three days of golf like a professional. So by the third day, you're fucking exhausted and you've been partying and you've been in the sun and you've been fucking drinking. So the first two days you drink and what happens is you play really well and you're in contention. At least this happens to me. Okay. And to my partner, yeah. my, my cousin, and we play this really good tournament called swing time. And it is, it, it, there's a lot of money that people bet on teams and like, it's, it's a legit tournament where there's pressure, right? It's not like a social, it's a social thing, but it is like a, a tournament. Like you can win really good money if you win and you can bet on yourself and you can bet on other teams. And, you know, even though, yeah. well, anyway, um, so that third day, usually what happens. So those first two days are like the first half for the Packers, right? You're playing good. You're getting yeah. in a rhythm, start off kind of slow. Cause it's early in the morning and you're not used to fucking hitting the ball when it's fucking cold. So you take a shot of beer, like you take a shot and you take a beer to kind of loosen up the muscles. Cause you're 45 and nothing moves the same. Right? Like that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the first tee shot. Yeah. So I have a, I have an edible and a toot. <laughs> absolutely it takes like, three holes like here we go yeah it takes three holes to get warmed up but the, if you can if one or the other can par <laughs> stick with us for more honeymoon tips <laughs> yeah exactly so by by the time you get to nine, like you're warmed up you've had probably yeah. three or four beers in a shot so you're not getting drunk because you don't want to do that but you have to hydrate so you're switching with water and you're playing yeah. good and you're getting in the zone and then you go to halftime and what happens is halftime is the third day of the tournament where you wake up in the morning and you feel like shit you're fucking exhausted because you have to walk the course yeah. or you right like like you walk the course and walking a golf course is not easy gentlemen like and ladies and people this is fine like it's it takes effort because i like either someone carrying my bag or i like the bag in a cart with an ice yeah. chest with a lot of fucking alcohol like this yeah. is just the yeah like give me some nice refreshing fucking professional yeah professional yes right professional you just have just like triple a triple a triple a oh no a a Hey, just like AA. Well, <laughs> the third is all right. I'll do it again. Yeah, I'm not an alcoholic. They go to meetings. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the, yeah. It's like Alcoholics Anonymous, and then the other A is like, all right, I'll do it again. That's the triple A. Yeah. Uh, alrighty. Yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I said it twice, and yeah. both times it fell flat. But so when you come the third day to bit. the tournament. You're not drinking because you feel like shit and you're in contention. So you're like, we have to take it seriously today, right? Like you get the fucking pep talk and yeah, we're going to not drink and we're going to play real golf. And then your partner shoots a 10 on a par three because they always start you on the 10th hole, which is a par fucking three. We've done, they've done that to us three years in a row. And the fucker hits it in the sand because he didn't want to take a shot in a beer the way we did the last two days. And I'm talking to you, Ricardo, my cousin, and I'm going to call him out, right? Because he doesn't listen to <laughs> It doesn't matter. Yeah. And then he's in there and because it's early in the morning, the sand is wet, right? Cause they wet the course. So it's a little bit yeah. heavier than it should. And the wall on that thing is probably about five or six feet. So it's like a hundred and it's 176 yards to the center of the green. So it's a little bit longer. Right. 
and you have to hit like maybe a seven or six iron, like a solid, like for him, probably a fucking driver because he hits the ball like a pussy. But either way, <laughs> you got to get it. You got to get it up and out and you got to get the distance. Right. So right, right. probably a six, maybe even a five. If you got like a, a sharp five. Yeah, it's a solid. It's a seven iron for me. That that's what I hit. So I I, I do okay on that hole because I can. Oh, can oh listen. Okay, now wait, wait. Yeah. I okay. My five iron, I hit two hundred yards on the nose. Like it, it. I can't hit one ninety, and I can't hit two ten. But you can you can measure it from where I stand. I dare. I I bet you it's within an inch. Two hundred every time. Two sixteen for my five iron. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Holy smokes. Whoo. What do you tuck it in your sock? <laughs> I actually, you know what? I'm still very limber. And I was just told this, this tournament that I just played. Um, I, I, I just have some coil, dude. Like I don't stop at the top, like a professional where it's like a perfect L and then you're like the clock where it's like, you know, you come up to fucking three o'clock and then six o'clock and then nine o'clock and you come down. Fuck. No, I bring that back. I bring it back slow. You always, so just imagine you're pushing like a, a like a carton of milk, like the old school cartons of milk. Remember that? Yeah. Imagine like that type of weight. Picture that in your mind and push it back that slow as you come up. Because going back means absolutely nothing to your to the impact on the ball. But as you come down, I'm already completely whipped where my ch chest is facing like the back of the hole where I want to aim and I completely coil out and I come out. Cause I'm a small dude, dude, I'm 5'9", 175, yeah. 180. So I, I just need to generate power and, and I've got good timing, right? Like my hand eye coordination is, is good. So I can come in and I can whip in there and I can adjust halfway in there. So, I mean, I've got just really quick, like my club head speed is super fucking fast. So that's why, but eventually that's going to end and then I'll probably just fuck, whatever. So I anyway. can't wait to play you. I can't wait to play you. I can't wait to play you. Well, yeah, you're going to like my swing. I don't think the club gets higher than my head. Good. As long as it goes <laughs> straight. I'm an idiot. That's why I can't fucking yeah. break. Like I, I just, I always, not that I always try to hit the ball as hard as I can, but because I know the numbers on each club, like when I'm in between clubs, I'm fucked. And that's what pros do. Like a pro is like, okay, I'm between a seven and an eight. Right. And it's like, I always yeah. go for the eight because I want to fucking crush it instead of taking the seven and just fucking easily swinging the club and making it go straight. No, I have it to have like I'm Mr. Fucking Balls guy that hits it as hard as he fucking possibly can all the time. And it's stupid. See, I've got a driver and then I've got a three iron hybrid and then I have mm -hmm. a five, seven, a nine, a pitch and a putter. That's good. That's all Perfect. I need. That's all I need. Okay. So you after do need that, it's like, it's like either I, I, I get that people have the woods and stuff like my brother's got a beautiful set, but like when I go out, like, it's like, why would I bring all the rest? I know I hit my driver this far. I know I hit my three iron, my three iron hybrid this far. I know my five, if I can't reach it with my three iron, it means that I'm going to hit it with my three. And then I'm going to follow up with the seven or the nine after, because I'm going to be within a hundred, 150 yards or something. Right. Like, yeah. you know, I played my father-in-law, uh, his, his dad, my wife's grandfather, and he never once used the driver. I think the biggest thing he used was like a five wood. He used the hell out of it, but it was I dead mean, straight in the fucking oh, fairway. 
he beat the pants off me. It was yeah, ridiculous. you know what you do with them. You know, what, you know what you do with the old guys is what you do is you give them a Joaquin. What's that? Okay, a Joaquin is a shit ton of tequila and vodka and grapefruit juice and Sprite all in like a drink. Yeah. And it tastes delicious. It's, it's super refreshing, but it fucks them up really bad by like the second holder drinking it. That's how you beat old guys. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I remember it was like, it was like 134 or 138 par three. And I took up my seven iron and I thought I can just casually swing this and I'll easily get it on there. I'll just try and put it right in the middle of the uh, green. It was a big fat green, right? So it was like, ah, just nice and easy, nothing too hard. And I plopped her on and I was about 20 feet away from the pin. And I thought, oh, that's pretty good, right? Like, wow, I'm pretty impressed. And he mm -hmm. walked up and he used his five, five wood and he hit it off the ground, no tee. And this thing maybe went four feet off the ground and it bounced twice on the fairway, rolled up onto the green right at the pin and was about six feet away. Yeah. And then he made the <laughs> fucking putt, which was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it was nothing. No, <laughs> he didn't even bag. line it up. He just walked up, tap. There you go. He says, <laughs> My bag. And the problem is, I don't play good. Like I don't play enough. That's my problem. Like when I was playing like once a week, I was down to like a seven, eight, nine handicap right around there, you know, shooting like between 78 and 82. Like that's the bet. Like the best round I've ever played is like a 74, right? Like I've done. Wow. I've had those. 74. But, yeah. So, but just once, right? And that was the putts were going in from everywhere for that one. Like I, I was, shot a, I shot a 72 one time and then I had to play the last nine. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens man that's what happens matthew so i've got a driver a five hybrid a five iron a four iron no a five no i don't even have a four iron fuck four iron. i have a five iron six seven eight nine and then i have my pitching wedge but i also have a 52 a 54 a 56 and a 60 degree wedge and a putter so i am I, I got rid of all the woods and I got rid of everything else. And I just have a fuck ton of wedges because my driver is about 290. So I'm usually just in those shorter wedges. I broke my headphones. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, dude. What happened? What you what you do? And you're on mute, pendejo. I know I'm on mute because I'm getting interrupted by people as they walk up going, are you still doing it? I broke my, look, look. Oh, no. I broke it. Terrible. That's what happens. They were 12 bucks. <laughs> you know what? Maybe you can use some of that Patreon money. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, guys. Appreciate all of you guys. Go get yourself some fucking good headphones, buddy. No, I'm just going to glue the hell out of them. <laughs> White sounds, tape, sounds white good. tape to the rescue. White tape to I, the rescue. I can't wait, dude. I would. I can't wait until you and I are standing side by side, and you're like 97 inches taller than me. It's gonna be. <laughs> I'm not 97 inches. <laughs> taller. That's ridiculous. It looks like I'm drunk now with this broken headset. Look at it. Look, does look. your your eye looks crooked? It does. That's I've your smile drinking. too. You got a this crooked stuff, smile too. Yeah, that's, you're that's, drunk. This is perfect for. Uh, 
this is perfect for uh, podcasting is look at this, look at this. Oh, look at this. Yeah. You guys at home can see that it's perfect. We, we <laughs> ranted, we ranted a little bit here, but not enough. Like mm. I was just much angrier earlier today and I just kind of had to calm down because I was, I was really mad today for a lot of the day um, with several things. Dude, my, okay. So here you go. Here's, here's some big news. Um, today, my, my oldest daughter asked me for permission to go out as she does to parties. And usually I drop her off and pick her up. Right. But um, I'm just, I'm exhausted, dude. And I'm just like, fuck. Okay. So today's one of those days where there's a boy who um, is okay. Like, you know what? He's, he's looked me in the eye. He's been respectful. He's been like, I, I have to give the kid a chance for the first time ever in my daughter's life. There's a boy that I have to give a chance to. Right. So she calls me and she's like, dad, can you, uh, can I ask you for permission? Uh, going to go to a party to a party where quite honestly, I don't like that house because it's by invitation only, but anybody shows up and it's just a drunk fest with a bunch of 15 and 16 year old kids, which I would never do yeah. at my house. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I don't like that house, but you know what? It's the end of the year and it's her friends and supposedly people like seniors and juniors and older people aren't supposed to be there. So I was like, okay, you can go, but rule one, you can't drink. Right. Um, and what she asked for, like the, the kicker is this, she said, so my friend, not like I almost said her name. Uh, one of her friends is going to come pick her up to take her. So one of her friends who can drive, cause she's there at the age now where they can drive is going to take her to the party, but she's going to meet up with this boy that we've seen a couple times. It's he's a good kid, man. Like he, he genuinely is. He's, he's a good kid. Um, is going to meet her up at the party with her. So this is the first time she's kind of like taking him to the party with her friends and he's from another high school, but whatever. And she said, and then Max can, Oh fuck. I just said his name, penis, vagina, penis, vagina. Um, can take me home. I was like, okay, he'll have you home by 1130. That's rule number two. Rule number three is he does not drink. He does not smoke pot. If he does either of those two, you give me a call and I go pick you up at 1130. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. 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 What are you supposed okay. to do, man? What are you supposed to do? I mean, I just want them to stay babies and just stay in their rooms and just play with me all the time. That's all I want. It hurts, but it hurts man. They don't, they don't want to do that anymore. It hurts. No. And you can't blame good. them. You can't blame them. Right? Think no. about us. Think about us at that age. I want to explore the world. I want to do new things. Now I have sudden freedom. It was just wait until, like, she, she's taking driver's head now. Like, I, I'm about to hand over the keys to a truck and just go, here you go. Please a come tank. back home. Not a truck, a tank. Right. Oh, like yeah. a, tank, oh, no. a metal tank that it's oh. like, you're going to either win or tie. If you're ever, when you're in an accident, you're going to yeah. win or tie. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I've got one picked out. I've got one picked out. And this is the thing is that the, it'll be, it'll be like this. It'll be when you get into an accident, it'll be like, did you hear something? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The problem is, you know, my, my daughter wants my truck because all of the boys and all the girls see my truck and they're like, oh, my God, when she because I let her drive us to school. Like she drives it. Right. Yeah. Like I'm teaching her to drive a big ass truck. And I'll just like I'll let her borrow it when they go out because you can fit eight people in that truck. Right. Like very comfortably. You can fit eight people in 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 her in my truck. But like you're going to drive because I don't How want you to small. Depend How small. 
are you, are all these people you're fitting in that? Very truck? small. They're Mexicans, dude. dude. My They're my Mexican. my truck. I have a truck, and it is an extended cab GMC Sierra, and it's the same size of truck as yours. It's got four four full doors. Yeah. Four four people in it is cozy. Five they're is comfy. They're, 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 they're Mexican girl teenagers, dude. They're like a buck seven max, except for my daughter, who's like five nine, one whatever she is. But my daughter's big. Mo she towers over all of her friends by at least a head, which is exactly what I wanted, man. I told you this. I married my wife just to improve the bloodline because the Edmonds are fucking awesome, but we had no height. We were short fucking Scottish people. So I needed to marry a tall Mexican woman. And now the bloodline is perfect. So now I have Scottish Mexican women that are at least five to 10 done. Boom. Well, you figured out the master race. Five foot nine, five foot nine Mexicans is the new master race. <laughs> <laughs> In Mexico, uh, it is. I feel tall in Mexico. I feel look tall at, in Mexico. Let me look out. The minivans can hold thirty-one of them. <laughs> this is going to sound so bad, but I, dude, it I feel tall. I, I feel gotta, like a giant gotta in Mexico. I got to cut no. all of this. Out. I got to cut. No, you're not going to cut it out. No, you don't. This is for Patreon. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're I'm tall for I'm, I'm tall in Mexico. I'm tall in Mexico, bro. I yeah, feel like a are, giant. My my hands are abnormally large. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh hold on! Oh my god! All right, I've got one more thing for you. All right, all right, buddy. Here we go. This is going to be a game. This is a Bruce game. Okay, it's clean. I think I think I cussed enough to where I'm not going to do this. So I'm going to give you a funnier random movie quote, and you're going to have to tell me what movie it's from. Okay. All right. Yeah. Listen. It's just a flesh wound. Oh, that's that's uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Okay. Number two. That's my least vulnerable spot. Oh, I've seen. I, I this rings a bell. This rings a bell. I don't. Uh, I don't know. This is the most famous quote of every movie, basically, right? Or the yeah, one that yeah. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which one is it? 1942, Casablanca. Casablanca. That's when Captain Renault to Rick Blaine when Rick points a gun at the captain's heart for more classic quips. Check out. <laughs> I just read the fucking. <laughs> The website. Right off the website, yeah. Moron. Yeah, good job, Bruce. All right. This building has to be at least three times bigger than this. <laughs> Zoolander? Yeah! <laughs> when he sees the model and he's convinced yeah. that that's... <laughs> what the hell? What the hell is this? <laughs> I, apparently, I did a pretty good Zoolander there, buddy. Nice. That was I pretty like, good. I like it a lot. That's All right. Good. Oh, fuck. All right, here we go. Number four is... I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Airplane. Bang. Yeah. 
yeah. But I shoot with his hands. But I, no, hold on. It's yeah, but I shoot with these hands. Oh. This is the movie that today would be absolutely bound, banned within about 22 seconds. Mel Brooks. Yeah. It's, uh, I, Silverado. Blazing Saddles. Blazing buddy. Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Gene Wilder's demonstrating his impressively yes. shaking hands to Sheriff Bart. Yes. <laughs> his hands are shaking like crazy. And he's like, I shoot with these hands. <laughs> All right. Um, this one you might not know unless, well, no, you've got girls in Hawaii, so you're good. All right. I'm just one stomach flew away from my goal weight. Oh, we I saw just, this. Oh. I just one stomach flew away from my goal weight. That's my girl voice. So it's a girl saying this. That's all. I'm, that's the clue I'm going to give you. Isn't it? Uh, yeah. I'm going to give you the actress name to help a little bit. Um, Meryl Streep's uh, in there. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Dolce Gabbana? Prada. That's it. That's what I was trying to remember was, I was like, the devil wears Gucci. Here we go. Pretty close. All right, here we go. Yeah. I'm about to do to you what Limp Biscuit did to music in the late 90s. The wedding singer. It's Deadpool. Oh, such a good movie, dude. All right. This one, this one might get you a little bit because they're trying to be some, I'm going to give you the clue. They're trying to be a movie and they are not that character, but they're trying to, it's like a, it's a newer version. Uh, well, it's because there's a new version of the other movie too, but they're trying to be another movie. All right. Let's just put it that way. That's the clue. So, Martini, gin, not vodka, obviously, stood for 10 seconds while glancing at the opened bottle of vermouth. Kingsman. Kingsman is correct with Eggsy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is a good one. All right. Great and good. I'm your wife. I'm the greatest good you're ever going to get. Did I yell that? I'm so sorry for blowing out your speakers, folks. <laughs> what? Are you are you muted? What? <laughs> I don't hear anything. Great and good. I'm your wife. I'm the greatest good you're ever gonna get. Oh, I really hope this isn't. Samuel L. Jackson plays the husband. The wife is Kimberly oh. Adair Clark, and Samuel L. Jackson is the superhero. Is he Incredibles? That is correct, sir. That is. Uh, uh, okay. All right. I'm just gonna already do this. We get the warrior. Austin Powers. And we hold the world <laughs> ransom for one million dollars. As soon as you put it up there, Austin the Powers. Pinky. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't know that the pinky up is done. All right. <laughs> he might be okay. <laughs> well, no, probably not now. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is in like a bunch of different movies where you know that's probably like Guardians of the Galaxy or something. It is uh Bill Murray is the lead in this one. He might be okay. Big explosion. <laughs> well, no, probably not now. Ghostbusters? Groundhog Day. It's when he drives off the cliff. Oh, right. Right. The quarry, where he gets right. everybody changing the quarry. Oh, I was trying to. Oh, I was thinking of something completely different. I can. Uh, I spaced on that movie. I've only seen that movie like a thousand times. It's on like Fantastic. it's once on a week. Time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ready? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Well, it's got to be some type of uh, gangster movie, right? Maybe Peter Clemenza. Peter Clemenza. Peter Clemenza. I don't know. I give up. It's the Godfather. Is it the Godfather? It is. It's when they. It, the it's gun. when he's giving instruction, like when they shoot the dude in the car, and he's giving him instructions, like the henchman dude instructions, and he's like, "Leave the gun, take the cannoli," and he kind of goes like this. You know, right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Here you go. I'm going to pull away from the microphone a little bit here so I don't blow out speakers, but it's... I'm in a glass case of emotion! Anchor man. That's right, buddy. <laughs> oh, this... You better get this one. Hi, did, did I yell? What do you need, David? I just took the test. What is that? Is that a tick? Yeah, I need to fumigate the house tomorrow. We're leaving for four hours, and I'm going to put it cans all over the dogs. Yeah, I know. It's, fuck. I need to fumigate my house. Anyway, all right. Here we go. Tick season. That rug really tied the room together, did it not? Lebowski. Lebowski. Right. And then... <laughs> when Harry I'll met Sally. What, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> when Harry met Sally. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> This is my wife. Borat. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> what? Wah, 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 wah. I, I have no idea. That, that's, actually, that's actually from Borat, too. He always goes, wah, 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 wah. Oh. Uh, you're probably not going to know this one because I've never seen this movie, but it is Amanda Seyfried and Lindsay Lohan. It is... It's like I have ESPN or something. Mall rats. It is Mean Girls. Mall rats. Mean Girls. Uh, that whole series, Clerks, Mall Rats, Dogma, all of those movies are amazing, dude. That yeah. I need to go back and watch it. I just remember that's that's good series of movies to watch. They're fantastic. Clerks is badass. Yeah, Clerks is a great, and that's that's yeah. That's yeah, it's like about three hundred dicks. <laughs> I only, I only did that once on a dare. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Bring my lip balm. <laughs> oh, here you go. <laughs> no. And, and no. My no, it's a cardigan. But thanks for noticing. 
Caddyshack? Dumb and Dumber. Oh, right. When, the, when, when Jeff Daniels is right. talking to the police officer after he pulls him over. Yeah. <sighs> I, 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 okay, this one I would not have get. If you get this one, you get 10 points. All right? Gentlemen, you can fight in here. This is the wall room. No idea. Peter Sellers time, 1964, Dr. Strangelove. Oh, yeah, Dr. Strangelove. Sure, I've seen that movie, but I think I saw that like 30 Once. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely tell you what I had for breakfast, okay? Uh, 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 excuse me, uh, excuse me. I believe you have my stapler. Oh, that's, what is it, Office Space? Office space is correct, sir. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I learned a long time ago that worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. El Camino. National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Ah. With, with Reynolds. Dude, you know what? He is a great actor, by the way. Ryan Reynolds is fucking awesome. Just calling it. Yes. Canada will be taking him back soon. So it's not a man purse. It's called a satchel. Indiana Jones wore one. Uh, what is it? Hungover? No. The hangover. The hangover. Yeah. The, hangover. Yeah, yeah. the hangover. The hangover. Did, did Dookie Hauser just steal my car? Uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. There you go. Damn. <laughs> oh, this one. I mean, how many movies do this? Okay, I'm going to give you the two actors because this is a pretty common fucking thing to say. It's Melissa McCarthy and Jason Bateman in a movie. Shotgun. Identity theft. Identity thief is <laughs> Wow. They I've only never did one. They only did one movie together. I've never seen the fact that you remember that is fucking pretty yeah. fucking important. Yeah. All right, I've never seen this movie, so I'm gonna make up. Uh, based on the picture, I'm gonna make up the accent. Okay. Okay. Don't point the gun at him. He's an unpaid intern. Don't point the gun at him. He's an unpaid intern. No idea. The Life Aquatic with. Steve. Oh, right. Right. With Bill Murray. With Bill Murray. Yeah. And uh, Owen Wilson and um, uh, Malkovich is in it. John Malkovich is in it. Yeah. It's a great cast. Great movie. That's yeah. with um, the same guy that did that movie. He also did uh, Julian Dennison and Sam Neill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Fantastic wrong. movie. Wrong. Wrong. That, those are not the names. Is it the names? It is not the names. It is Steve Zizu. Murray. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Last one, buddy. I know okay. this was a long game, but it's pretty cool because it brings us back to a couple movies that I, I like when I said I was like, oh, those are good movies I need to watch again, you know? So that's why I did this. As if. No idea. That's got to be in every movie possible. Alicia Silverstone. Oh, okay. Clueless. Clueless. Yeah. Clueless. That's it, buddy. I had to do a little game. I, I, I like it. It was a good yeah. game. 
A little, okay? nice, little, a nice little movie theme I for like a Friday it. night, right? Friday night okay. movies. Okay, quick, quick, quick. Yeah. Top five deserted island movies. Do it, quick. One, right. two, three, four, five, quick. Braveheart. Yeah. Fight Club. Yeah. Toy Story. Yep. <laughs> Just like that. Um, and no, wait, replace uh, Toy Story with Up. Yep. And then I don't know, Matt. You may, you asked me this earlier, and I can't come up with the last two. I can't. There's so many fucking movies. It's probably going to be Star Wars. The but number four for me. I have yeah. to have Star Wars. A New Hope. Have to have A New Hope. There. Yeah. I have to. I have to yeah. have that one. Um, and then number six for me, or number five for me, um, is, is going to be kind of weird, but I really like um gladiator okay but there's just a lot of movies like 300 like there's a lot of movies at that it's like the albums do where that last movie but for sure the first four and then the fifth one i i have to get back to you on that one now that, that's a hard question dude it took me all afternoon and that's all i came up with what about you okay high plains drifter true grit but with john wayne chow young fats the killer the Godfather, which you didn't guess, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. See, that's it's because I've got Tombstone, I've got Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's just so many movies, dude. Like five is oh, fuck. And if it's not Raiders of the Lost Ark, then it is uh, Debbie Does Dallas. Because if I'm on a deserted island all alone and that's all the movies I got, I'm gonna have one large forearm. <laughs> I'd have something with Gal Gadot in it. <laughs> Too specific. Got to, ooh. <laughs> this is, wow. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Mine, would be, mine would be Charlize. I was going to say, don't you, you have a hall pass. Oh. oh. When you're married. Now all I have to do is become famous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when within you're married, my glass. You have a hall pass. <laughs> have a hall pass. My, <laughs> my wife has Jason Momoa. And uh, Lenny Kravitz. Those are her two hall two. passes. Yeah, two. I give her two. I'll, I'll take two. Good look, dude. Gal Gadot's totally worth fucking one pass. I'm good with Gal Gadot. <laughs> what if you found out like she was like a constant farter? I just smell her farts all the time. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. That, that's for oh. Patreon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's just dropping bombs and you're like you're like it's just a beautiful day i love you superwoman <laughs> superwoman super fire woman superwoman wonder woman wonder woman i wonder which woman farted like that he said. they smell like flowers i'm sure yeah yeah flowers from the planet krypton <laughs> That's okay. Right? I can't smell anything anyway because of my allergies and the fucking three dogs that I have in yeah, my house. So it doesn't matter. That's when you wish you got COVID. <laughs> I, I actually don't, smell. Matt. You know what, bro? I've got a friend of mine that works, you know, that I've known for about 13 years um, that works in a doctor's office. And I asked her the other day because she got COVID, but she lost her sense of taste. Do you know she has not gotten it back and it's been two years? So... It's all, everything tastes like there's no taste. He's like, I've got some taste back, 
but it's pretty much gone. Two years. Crazy, not back. right? Crazy, that right? Sucks. And you know what's you know what's funny is is uh, we had uh, it go through the house, and uh, I got really sick, and uh, then my wife got sick, and then my daughter got sick. My son, nothing, not a sniffle, nothing. Thank but, God, man. Right. And you're like, you got to be kidding me. And he's like, but everybody's sick. Oh, well. But but you did test positive. So, you know, you so you got it. You officially got it. I had it. Yeah. And for me, it was severe headache. Uh, I had you fever. Were exhausted. For, you had, oh, yeah. You had no. I remember it drained yeah. you for a couple of days. That's right. I, yeah. I, I knew you had fucking COVID. Fucking yeah. Thing. Yeah. It 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 puts you from fourth gear into neutral fast. Like it was sudden, it was sudden too. Like I remember sitting on the couch and suddenly sitting up and going, wait a second, I don't feel well. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. I don't feel well. Is this a sickness or is this just maybe I'm tired? And then 10 minutes later I had a fever. Yeah. Right. It was like that. And then my, my wife had it for two, three days. And then my daughter had it for two, three days. Hers was just headaches. That's mm -hmm. it. But we gave her a sinus Advil a sinus gel tab and that worked for like 10 hours so it was like well it can't be that bad so so we'll pop her with one of those every 10 10 hours well no she was only having it like uh, first thing in the morning mm -hmm. right to go to school and everything with and uh uh because the rules are if you're uh, uh if you test positive and yeah but the only symptom she had was a headache so, so they said come back to school yeah like it's so weird because she wasn't because coughing or anything. Dude, so uh, we're not, I don't feel like talking about COVID. I'm so done no. with COVID. But I will tell you that in El Paso, that my little, you know, because I, I was doing that all last year. And there there was a break for about three months. And all of a sudden, I'm getting a bunch of phone calls from doctors and clinics asking for COVID tests again. So be careful. I'm not, I can tell you where I am now, Matt. I don't care anymore. And this is why, because I'm vaccinated. I know I'm not going to die. I've seen enough people know that I know that I might get it and I might feel like shit for a day or two days or three days or weeks or whatever, but I'm not going to die. So just give it to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm going to get it, I, I have to if live you've my been, life. If you've dude. been vaccinated and you're in pretty good health, I think you're just going to have what I had. And that was a little bit of a fever, felt drained for a couple of days, just off right just off enough that you're like i should stay home i don't and that's well. no different from every day in my life anyway so yeah, right right <laughs> i went into this i went into a pot shop the other day and i was buying stuff and the girl's got a runny nose behind the counter she's not wearing a mask and she keeps touching her hand to her nose and i'm oh, like if, so i so when she went to grab my stuff i said wait and she put her hand up i said how about i just and she took a step back and i just put it in the bag i said we're good. Thank you very much. Go wash your got hands. It. Like it was like, I think after COVID, you would you would have thought that the world has learned that if you're sick, stay home a day. Just just stay home a day and see if you get worse or if you start feeling better. If you start feeling better, then this is something very minor. This is something that if you start getting worse, don't give somebody else this. Or just be cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Not, just be how cleaner. About not rub your nose all over everything. Just be cleaner. Like I expected people to be cleaner. People like I still have in my car a big old fucking like 
pumpy thing of uh, hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer, yeah. All the time. And I still wear a mask because, I, you know, I work in healthcare. So when I go into a doctor's clinic, I put on a mask because there's a bunch of fucking sick people there. I don't know who has COVID. So I put on a mask every time I go into clinic. I don't care. And, you know, and the staff and everybody, nobody's wearing a mask anymore, except for a couple of clinics that are like mandatory, right? There's a couple of them that are like some doctor is still saying it's mandatory. Don't care. Healthcare, you're doing this. I never take off my mask when I'm at work. Restaurants don't care. Movies don't care. Shopping don't care. Like, you know, that's where I am now. But like if there's high exposure areas, I'm obviously not going to not wear a mask, dude. And then, you know, it's just, you got to do that. You got to wear, like, just at least be somewhat protective, which is maybe why I haven't gotten it because I'm, I'm exposed, but I'm careful. I'm back to, I'm back to kissing strangers right on the mouth. Just random. Do you do that too? That's what we do in Canada. That's why we're so neighborly. eh? I just, I just lick people's faces when I'm drunk. Do you? I say we saw, we all saw the pictures of you and Badger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and my, my, wife, my wife was like, see, that could have been you. I, aren't you glad we didn't go? <laughs> oh, don't worry. When I see you, you're going to get your face licked at some point if I can reach it. You're going to have to get a stepping stool. <laughs> a step a step ladder is just like a regular ladder. It loves oh, no. you just as much. It just wants you to call it daddy someday. <laughs> I'm just, just going to wear stilettos. Are you? Oh my God! Yeah, with little fish bowls in the bottom, like it's gonna have little gold, like little fish bowl stilettos with little goldfish in the bottom. This is why I'm glad you've only ever seen me from the Dude, neck. We up. are so way over time. This is a long ass pod. This is man. That's We're, good. Oh, you know I'm what? gonna edit out. I'm gonna edit out quite a bit, and then I'll leave the rest for Patreon. There you go. And and not even quite a bit. Just whatever. It's Saturday night. People are fucking kicking back. Fireplace is on, probably not because it's summer, but <laughs> but they're kicking back with a glass of wine, listening to Packers Without Borders, dude. Like on their, they're like, "Hey Alexa, play Packers Without Borders, the latest episode." That's Boom. what you want to, yeah. That's all you want to do, man. It's just chill out. Don't forget that next episode is uh, Monday, Mailbag Monday. You got any questions for us, send them off to us. Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you uh. ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are uh. you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Uh. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. Hey, Yo, for the kids in the club that's ready to get bugged. Another one bites the dust. Or for the thugs with the burners that want to blast off. Another one bites the dust. And for the kids on the block shooting at the crooked cops, black. Another one bites the dust. And another one Why clap. And another one Dirty dumb. cash. Another Young one free. Dust. Hey. Freddy, where you at? Brooks really down the street. Pimple way down low. Some cat up in Brooklyn just got robbed with a kangol. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. Hey! 
got shot and the block got hot. Another one bites the dust. Yo, hey yo, I hear more shots. This is like four knocks, kid. Another one bites the dust. Yo, and another one gone. And another one Check it, if you a soldier at ease My military style is known to murder Nazis Brooklyn to Germany My kamikaze will blow the U2 The high ED, I mean it's in bark too Whether you Hindu or do the voodoo You can't foresee this unless I bring the previews Yeah, yeah Yo, it's the number one rapping band Yo, this review will be critically acclaimed Leave you in critical pain, critically insane The name Y Clef Jean with the yes, yes Y'all better have a best, y'all I blast and bless y'all F Y'all the mark of the beast, the triple six. Time running out. Listen to the tick. If you see what I saw, then you seen what I seen. If you know what I know, you know what I mean. Commanding officer of the Navy SEAL team. Once I get orders, you feel an infrared beam. For all you critics saying another remake. Another one bites the dust. Yo, if you know the deal, this is the master real. Another yeah. one bites the dust. <laughs> yeah. And another one. Right. And another one. Right. Freddie Mercury, where you at, yo? How do you think I'm gonna get along with that? I need a break, yo. If you ready for the first of the month for that welfare, Kick me out of my own. I need a break beat. I need a break beat. Like the Wild Wild West. Another one buys the dust. Yo, this yeah. is a stick yeah. up. Now yeah. take off your yeah. Rolex. Another one buys the dust. Yo, wow. dirty money, good money. Yo, it's all money, money. Another one buys the dust. Yo, and dirty cash. Dirty cash. For the love, for the cash, I blast you in my path. Keep my eyes on the map. You cats don't know the half. As far as I'm concerned, you cats can burn in flame. Burn. This ain't no game, and we'll start calling names. Come but come get me if you know the 150. I'm in your refugees, ready to bust with me. Bloody, filthy, in this rap, shh. You're gonna have to kill me since you can't beat me. Prize, dirty, cash to the greedy. Believe me, you gotta let me fly like R. Kelly. Fight another dust with my man Freddie Mercury. We're hype now, these bitch, you cats wanna be crazy. Practically, I tactically destroy, deploy more decoys in a presidential car while my whole envoy stay camouflaged out and when i walk the street i take the refugee route this one go out to all my thugs in the borough soldiers stay thorough like killer man split it with an arrow my girl platoon roll out of control the female man dangles free i fall from the egg of a seminarian don't go down cause i'm a vegetarian and when i bust it ain't a god we trust if you bring a gun you better bring a black touch she looked into my eyes and said fbi another one buys the dust she said she loved me she was a spy who lied. Another one buys the dust. Right. I could relate. Could you relate? Another one buys the dust. Jerry Wonder, Prada. Another one oh, buys the dust. Yo, cannabis, you know.